Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Couple of updates from Augusta National as we go. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Coley Harvey. You can hear us, Sirius XM Channel 80, or you can just ask your smart speaker, play ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive. Brooks Kepka has the lead. It's four shots, and the weather has certainly turned at Augusta. In fact, after they blew the horn to stop play mid-second round, a couple of trees, and this was really scary, Coley, oh, oh went down behind 15 and right by the 17th tee. So it's behind 15 green and 17 tee. Remember, 16 is a par three that's sort of set in between those two holes. Mm-hmm. You've ever been to Augusta, you kind of know what I'm saying. These huge pine trees, and I'm not talking about like a little twig. I'm talking about a huge, massive tree that must weigh tons somehow got uprooted. Now, the the winds must have been really severe, but the most amazing part of this, Coley, because when I saw it, I was afraid some people got smushed. I guess no injuries, according to our Michael Eves, who's reporting there for SportsCenter, no injuries reported in this. Yeah, it's unreal. And again, being from the state of Georgia, I know those tall pines, those tall trees. Um, And uh, I mean, I, I remember a few years ago, we had a hurricane that came through the Atlanta area and uprooted a tree in my parents' backyard. And uh, I mean, it's amazing that it didn't even fall in the house, but that was a very real, um, real threat. So just imagining that there were people that had to run for safety. Thank goodness. uh, It seems like everybody's okay. And it seems like there'll be some debris to clean up, but that's an easy thing to do as opposed to, you know, worrying about someone getting crushed. I mean, it's a really dangerous situation. So I'm glad it looks like they've got everybody moving off the property now at Augusta. Players, officials, patrons, everybody included. And then it's going to be interesting to see if they can finish up the tournament because now they didn't even get through the second round and we're going into a day on Saturday where the weather's supposed to be really even worse. until we get through Sunday. So we could be looking at, I don't want to jinx this, but we could be looking at our first Monday finish at Augusta in, I don't know, like 40 years, something like that, uh, if the weather continues to look the way that it looks right now. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN App. I'm Aaron Goldhammer with Coley Harvey. Back to the NBA. This is the first year where I think the play-in tournament has intrigue Mm -hmm. because there are teams that are going to be in the play-in who some people are going to be making the case could actually make a run from the play in all the way to the NBA finals. I've been You've making got it all afternoon. Some, some yes, yeah, some real <laughs> stars, right, yeah. that are going to be playing in the playing tournament as we go through the week next week in all likelihood. Yeah, you know, we're talking the, the number one team in my eyes that we're talking about when you mention that is the Warriors. You know, Golden State is, is a very real possibility of slipping into that play in tournament, uh, depending on how things shake out here in the next two days. But um, if that happens, Oh my gosh, you know, that is a team that just because of its experience in the postseason is so well positioned to go on a long run, despite having to basically fight for its playoff life uh, here in these uh, here in the opening week of the playoffs. Um, So there's a Sacramento Memphis two seed versus three seed thing going on tonight. And to try to figure out five through nine in the West, I mean, (laughs) 
it, it looks like OKC or Dallas is going to be the 10 seed. Dallas is kind of tanking, which we'll talk about why in a second. But trying to figure out who's going to finish 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth, it's it's a math problem that I don't think even the NBA is ready to quite compute. So how would you rank all these teams, Coley? Clippers, Warriors, Lakers, Pelicans, Timberwolves are the five teams who are all in this mix. And right now, like one game in the loss column separates fifth place from like ninth place. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah, it's nuts. I mean, you know, again, I, I think Golden State is, is at the top of that heap. Uh, you know, the Lakers, I, I again, I know what you're saying about feeding the uh, the, uh, the the beast, so to speak, here at ESPN, but uh, the Lakers are playing a lot better basketball in the last couple of weeks, winning seven of their last uh, nine games. I think they could be a team to watch in the, uh, in the play-in tournament. Uh, uh, you know, who knows? Clippers, who knows? Maybe they're uh, Thunder, who knows? Maybe they're in the mix as well that, that way. I think the team in the East to watch, and maybe this is my hometown homerism, but uh, the Hawks, I mean, they have, they've started kind of playing some better basketball. They've, uh, uh. they've won four of their last five, six of their last seven at home. Mm. And tonight they're playing at home. Uh, you know, so that's uh, that's a, a good thing for them playing against the Sixers, a team that's <laughs> that's going to be uh, sitting its starters, you would imagine as well. But um, but uh, you know, I think to me in the East, that's that's one of the teams that's really intriguing to me in, a, in the possible play-in tournament. Well, I mean, I guess Trey is always dangerous. Of all the guys that have run the play-in tournament, you put Trey Young near the top of the list. They'll play likely Miami. Um, in a 7-8 matchup, and then Toronto and Chicago are the other two teams in the East. I don't think anybody... To, to, to me, Miami is the one team that just isn't afraid of anybody, no. really, right? You no. know, like, because they made the run last year. They were the number one seed last year. They're so veteran-laden, you know, from Bam Adebayo to Jimmy Butler to Eric Spolstra, who's championship-level coach. If I had to pick one team in the East that I thought could pull an upset, it would be the Heat. I, I think you're right. And I, I was covering the uh, the Eastern Conference Finals last year when it was Heat Celtics, and that Game Seven. I mean, the whole series was uh, unreal. Of course, there were a couple of games in there that were clunkers, but for the most part, the entire series was um, was uh, really emotional, uh, really dramatic, and then of course, ending the way that it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there in Miami, and and just because of how that team performed so deep in the playoffs, and they're pretty much uh, as far as the, the key guys, same team. So, uh, so I would have to think that yeah, that's another team prime for a run um, as well. You know, it's funny right now. Four, five, six, seven in the West is on the surface more dangerous than the top three: Denver, Memphis, Sacramento. I don't know if anybody takes any of those teams seriously. Yeah, four, five, <laughs> six, seven is. Phoenix, Clippers, Warriors, Lakers. It's literally Durant, Kawhi, Steph, and LeBron. Are four, five, six, seven in the West. And I, so I'm more liable to say, just based on history and knowing how star players affect everything, that one of those teams is more likely to be representing the West in the finals than one of the top three teams. I think so, too. It, it, because, well, the thing about it, too, is there's so many question marks about some of those top teams in the West. Uh, we heard yeah. Tim Bontemps talking to us about his concerns with the Nuggets. Uh, you know, Memphis has had such turmoil the last few weeks uh, with, you know, just with player personnel and things happening off the court. Yeah, uh, and everything the Kings, with you just, Yeah, and then the Kings, you just don't know because they haven't been in this spot in 20 years. <laughs> so, totally. <laughs> totally. And I think Phoenix, I don't know. My, my Right. Yeah. background in history says a couple things the, the whole the nuggets have never done anything in the playoffs i don't know 
they upset the Clippers and went to the conference finals in the bubble. That was pretty impressive. And mm-hmm. then the last couple of years, you know, they've been knocked out by the eventual champions. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, last year, the Warriors and then the Western Conference champions in Phoenix the year before that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not sure it's fair to say what is the year where they've fallen flat on their face and have been upset by somebody. I'm not sure I could really point one out. Certainly, they're under a lot of pressure this year, but I think they should be the favorite to me in the West. I don't know about a team that's trying to piece itself together in the playoffs, which is what Phoenix is doing. The Clippers, like, I just keep waiting. Is Kawhi going to load manage during a playoff series? (laughs) Like, if they go up 2-0, I'd imagine game three, he's probably not playing, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you got to – you take the night off. You can't – you can't ask – Kawhi to work like three times in a week? No way. He, he's not going to do that. <laughs> you know, I, I just kind of go back to, to, to the Denver question. Um, I, I, you know, this is a team that we just have not wanted to pay attention to for some time. And and what's kind of funny is the metric that you just used, uh, talking about how they essentially lost to the defending uh, uh, Western, West Conference, champion both Western time. Conference yeah, representative. Right. Uh, I mean, that's the same metric that we just used with the Heat, right? <laughs> you know, this is a team that went on that nice run last year, yep. fell apart to the team that ended up going to the Eastern uh, to the NBA Finals from the East. So um, I think I think you do have to take the Nuggets. Uh, for what they are, give them credit for what they've done the last several years, and give them credit for what they've done this year. I mentioned yes. it earlier. I, I don't know if, if people really, outside of basketball, maybe deep in the game, but outside of the game, I don't think people really understood that the Nuggets were as good as they've been uh, this year, just consistently throughout the season. You want a crazy stat? How many teams in the West do you think are over 500 on the road? Ooh, on the road. I'm just um, looking at this because I was yeah. I had the standings up with what we were talking about. How many teams in the West are over 500 on the road? I know it's a low number, so how about we go with three? Uh, the answer is one. One. The Nuggets. Who, that's do, you, it. who do you think it, it's not the Nuggets? Oh, They're 19 oh. and 21 on the road. Oh. Memphis has been terrible, also. Yeah. Who's the one team over 500 in the West are on you the road? Telling me it's the Kings. The Sacramento Kings are 25 and 15 on the road. They're the only 500 team on the road in the Western Conference this year. Canty and Carlin is on ESPN Radio. The Clippers are 20 and 20, so they're right at 500. But you know, it's on the road in the postseason where it matters, you know, because those home crowds, they really do feed the drama of the moment in the playoffs. So that's going to be key for Sacramento. We are brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. CJ Stroud being a pro-ready guy, the accuracy and how he moves around in the pocket and works within the pocket and the type of throws he makes. And he's been killing it in the pre-draft process. He came out, his first 20 throws were verticals. It's fine to get a completion in a pro day, but when almost every single throw is placed perfectly, that that, that says something. This young man has to be 1 or 1A. I just don't see how he couldn't be considering both the mental and physical makeup and the physical skills. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He's Coley Harvey. We're in for the guys on Canty and Carlin. So we're 20 days away now from the Panthers going on the clock with the first pick in the NFL draft. And it seems like the buzz now is leaning towards Bryce Young being the number one pick in the draft. And the big question, Coley, if that happens is then what the Texans would do it too, because they've been eyeing Bryce Young, it feels like, for a year now. Yeah, and they should. I I, I still feel like he is... Of the quarterbacks that we've been discussing um, just for the last few months, 
he is the most complete. He is the most game ready. I know Will Levis was getting so much attention early on, and um, I had a chance to see one of his games early in the season, uh, uh, last last season, last college football season at Kentucky. Um, saw him at Penn State even when he was a backup there. I, I just still don't think that some of these other quarterbacks who are at that top echelon, I don't mm-hmm. think they have those intangibles that Bryce Young has. Sure, he's got the size issues, but um, – but, you know, as we've seen with some other quarterbacks in this league, Drew Brees, you know, we've seen quarterbacks bounce back from from yeah. that natural issue Especially of being 5'10 below. Especially in the West and, and the South. <laughs> you know, I don't know about a guy at 5'10 playing in bad weather, but yeah. I think Bryce Young's going to be the rookie of the year. I just wonder about his long-term durability at that size in the league. Yeah. But I understand, too, why the Texans really want him. And if he goes number one, you know, is there a way they wouldn't take a quarterback? Is there a way they'd trade down? All of these questions were posed to ESPN NFL draft analyst Todd McShay, who was on with Fitz and Harry earlier today. Take a listen. If that happens, Arizona would be bummed that they're not getting Will Anderson, but they'd be thrilled at, at the haul that they would get for that number three pick because you've got the Colts. All of a sudden, like everyone's assuming it's, it's Stroud Young or Young Stroud 1-2. And I, I know that the Colts would be in, interested in moving to three. Vegas doesn't want to move up for an, any quarterback, as I mentioned, outside of Young and Stroud. So if Young sitting there or Stroud sitting there, now they're back in the market. Seattle sitting at five, they would have interest in moving up. Tennessee at 11, Washington 16, 19, Tampa Bay. Like, you would have five or six different teams looking to put together packages real quickly to try to move up to that num- uh, number three spot with Arizona. And the Cardinals would sit back and just take the best deal. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. I'm Aaron Goldhammer with Coley Harvey. Yeah, it it seems to me like there is a world in which the Texans would be the one to trade. Of all the teams, they're the ones that need to acquire a bunch of picks to fill a bunch of holes on their roster. Right. And and those those spots should go to uh, not just receivers to get you know whoever the quarterback's going to be to get that help there, but also on defense. You know you're talking about a defensive guy and D'Amico Ryan's a new head coach, um, and that was what uh, Todd was referencing there when he said all of a sudden Will Anderson is gone and the Cardinals would feel so bad because Anderson to me is the the most complete defensive player in this draft um and i i think that he would warrant being taken second overall but yeah i, I if you're some of those other teams if you're that team that is picking three if you are arizona all of a sudden now you're getting those phone calls and i think that is a very enviable position to be in yeah uh, uh, and i, I think class. it's gonna be one two either young stroud or stroud young i, th- I think yeah. todd is 1000 percent right about that it's just the thirst for quarterbacks is so intense that if the Texans decide they don't want to take one that they're not just going to draft a defensive player they'll be the team that ends up trading down so I think the quarterbacks go one two and then I really Will Levis could be good I am not a believer at all in Anthony Richardson I I could be dead wrong and the guy is super super talented here's what I know people that watched him at the combine love him People that watched him at Florida say, stay the hell away from Anthony Richardson. And in one place, he's running around in shorts. And in the other place, he's running around with a football helmet on. So, you know, but this is this is kind of the difficulty with that position, 
you know, what is it that you're looking for as a franchise in terms of your quarterback? What do you mm-hmm. want your quarterback to be able to do? Is he mm-hmm. going to be that guy who's going to give you the level of mobility where you can do almost anything? Is mm-hmm. he going to be your gunslinger and just sit back and throw it? Uh, what exactly do you want your guy to do? And I think that's where uh, this will become interesting in terms of in terms of Richard, uh, in terms of Anthony uh, uh, specifically, who's going to end up getting him because they've got to have their system uh, tailored uh, in, in such a specific way. And that's you know we've we've had the Lamar Jackson dis- the debate, of course, in terms of what the Ravens have and have not done to build yep. around him. Yep. And, yep. and that's where this uh, this goes with him. I, I'm, I'm a believer right now. I, you know, everything that I saw at Florida, I I still feel like feel convinced that he could be a winner just given the right situation. And, um, you know, that that's the million dollar question is I mean, exactly who that isn't is. Isn't that always the most underrated and most important thing? I mean, if Pat Mahomes didn't end up with Andy Reid. Oh. Oh. Would he be Patrick Mahomes? That's that's a if fair question. If Mitchell Trubisky had ended up with Andy Reid instead, you know, how would his mm. career have gone differently? Um, sometimes guys just end up in the perfect places for them. Yeah. Josh Allen in Buffalo yeah. is a match made in heaven, yeah. especially once he got Brian Dable there. He took another Jalen Hurts getting to go to Philadelphia. Yeah. That's a great yeah. situation for him to be. Had he gone to the Bears, would right. he be as good as he is? So matching him up with the right team is always really important. From what you're hearing just be, with your NFL insider knowledge, what pick do you think is the first non-quarterback going to go? Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, that's a good question. What um, pick number? Because everybody's thinking, okay, uh, top two quarterbacks go to. Arizona trades down, quarterback goes third. And then maybe the fourth one ends up going fourth. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, wait, say the question one more time. You, you, you're saying what non-quarterback position? Yeah, so, so give me the pick number where the first non-quarterback goes. I think three. Yeah, okay, I think three. And I, I, again, I, I just I, I'm thinking defensive front. Mm-hmm. And um, the 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 thirst for those guys is pretty real too. I just wonder. So Arizona, if they have the opportunity to trade down, someone's going to want a quarterback. And then if it's not the Colts, I think the Colts could sit there and take a quarterback. So yeah. I, I'm telling you, I don't think this has ever happened before. I could see a world where the quarterbacks go one, two, three, four. Ooh, uh, wow! <laughs> I mean, I, I, all all of those teams need quarterbacks. I just I, I just feel like there's going to be some jockeying going on, um, uh-huh. whether it's in the couple of days leading up to the draft or, you know, draft night itself. Uh, we're we're going to have some changing of the gardens in terms of those three those four spots. I don't think it's going to be what the order is right now. I don't think that's what the order is going to be uh, when they're actually picking. Well, one other thought I I had on this is just I I hear that beyond even Caleb Williams that the quarterback class in 2024 is supposed to be all-time epically great and not just one player being great i know the kid um what's his name may at uh at north carolina Carolina. everybody really likes Mm -hmm. so there are a number of them not just one i think that's a dangerous game to play but i i do hear that there are teams that are considering how good that quarterback class is when they try to figure out who they're going to draft in 2023 up next Coley and I will have a chance to play one of our favorite games, Respect It or Check It, and we will get to that next here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. In the meantime, 
If springtime is kicking your hiring season into full bloom, then you need to head over to Indeed. Their powerful all-in-one hiring platform makes it simple to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Just sponsor a post, get matched instantly with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your job description. You can even conveniently schedule and conduct virtual video interviews right from the Indeed website. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Get $75 towards your sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Brooks Kepka is your leader at the Augusta National Club as round two is in a weather delay. And it looks like weather delay is going to be the story of the weekend down there, too. Glad everybody's okay. The story that you mm. just heard about in the sports center with the trees falling. I mean, it, it, if you haven't seen this video on social media or whatever, it is really scary. Oh, my God. But it, it looks like the trees did not hit anyone. They're going to get those. You know Augusta, uh, Coley. They'll get the trees cleaned up in about five seconds. Yeah, they'll get it cleaned up in five seconds. But, but the thing I'm curious about is what do you do about the rest of the trees? I mean, there's tons of trees on the grounds. And yeah. we're going to get a ton of rain at Augusta here the next uh, next 24 hours or so. So how do you how do you measure uh, the possibility of this happening again. Yeah, and I think you just got to keep as long as the weather is dangerous. You got that's why you got to get people off the course, and it's why you got to keep them off the course. Uh, we'll continue to keep you posted what's going on down there. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He's Coley Harvey. You can listen on Sirius XM Channel 80 or on your smart speaker. Just say "Play ESPN Radio," and it is time for us to play yet another edition of Respect It or Check It. Respect it. Respect it or check it brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, where you can make every moment more. Producer Eric will throw out a topic. Coley and I will either respect it or check it. Eric, what do you got? Well, you mentioned off the top there, Aaron, that uh, Brooks Kepka is leading the Masters right now. And so that begs the question now. In the future, at some point, live golfers will not be allowed at the Masters. So will you do you respect it or check it, Aaron? Um, I respect it. I think they're not involved in the world golf rankings. 
So I, I, I wonder at some point how they're going to earn their way there. Mm. Um, and I also think that the more we know about Live Golf, the more this thing continues on. Do you see them, Coy? They're playing in shorts. They're not even really playing real full tournaments. It's something that's just hard to take seriously. And I think as it evolves, I think eventually it's going to be gone. But there will be a little middle zone here where in order to get enough points to be able to qualify, you, you can't be playing on the live tour. Yeah, I'm going to respect this uh, this uh, prompt as well. But my, my reasoning is different. I actually think that the way of the future for golf is what Liv is doing. I mean, the PGA, and, and we've seen Tiger and, and Rory already start to kind of tinker with some 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 nuances of the game to try to kind of match some of that. But my issue is who's backing Liv. I, I'm still of that mindset that, um, you know, we, we, we can't be uh, applauding a, a regime that has uh, detained and, uh, to our knowledge, killed journalists um, and that's what the Saudi uh, government has done. So I'm I'm not with Liv. I'm uh, respecting this. Respect it or check it on Canty and Carlin. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He's Coley Harvey. Producer Eric, what do you have next? Well, sticking with the Masters here, Tiger Woods has said that you know, it might, might be one of my last ones. We'll see. This will be Tiger's last Masters. Coley, respect it or check it? I check that, man. We're 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 gonna see more Tiger. Uh, you know, I mean, if if we're seeing Freddie Couples still going out there, and we're seeing Mickelson uh, uh, put posting what he's posting, he's a couple of years older than Tiger. I think we're gonna see more from Tiger uh, mm-hmm. in future years. You know, I I respect it, Coley, because those guys didn't get in a life threatening car accident yeah. where they almost had their leg amputated, and really. You know, Tiger, the issue isn't his upper body. His upper body, the dude is still jacked oh. like he was when he was 20-something years still old. Still driving really well because of it, the, too. The, the issue is we were watching him walk up the hill at 9 today together, mm-hmm. and he was using his club as a cane mm-hmm. to be able to walk up that hill. So I think it has more to do with the car accident than just old age, mm-hmm. and I just wonder how much longer, if he can't compete to win, mm-hmm. he's going to want to go out there like Sandy Lyle did today, where he's just sort of, it's an honorary trip around the course for Bernard Longer, you know, <laughs> who you know has no chance to win this thing. Respect right. it or check it. Producer Eric, what do you got next? All right, so Kyrie Irving and five other Mavs have been ruled out tonight in a must-win game for them. They're saying it's right right foot injury recovery (laughs) for Kyrie Irving. We've also heard that the Mavs do want to retain Kyrie Irving, but what I will Uh say here is that Kyrie Irving will sign with the Lakers in the offseason. Aaron, you respect it or check it? I respect it. I just have seen so much flirting going on between LeBron and Kyrie recently. I think the only thing that could resurrect Kyrie's career and get his reputation back from being a total cancer to your organization to being someone that can help you win a championship is pairing up with LeBron James. Coley? Uh, I got to agree with that, to be honest. <laughs> I, I, really, I really wanted to stay away and see if I could be contrarian, but I, as I kept coming up with ideas, I really can't. Um, I, I think you're absolutely right. We're going to see those two playing again together. Eric? All right, this is Coley Harvey. You're going to like this one. Uh-oh, uh-oh. The Kings will make the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> respect it or check it? You know what? I'm going to go on that limb. I'm going to respect that, man. Come Woo! on, man. Let's go, Kings, man. Come on, Sacramento, Sacktown. Let's get up in there. It, I mean, this has been such a long time coming for this franchise. Just to be in the playoffs. Um, I was around the Mariners last year during the, that 
that very brief, but during that postseason run that they had, and just the city of Seattle really fell uh, fell for their team. And I feel like the same thing is going to happen for Sacramento, and they're going to go on a run. I'm going to say it right now, respecting that. I'm going to check that one. Um, <laughs> look, great season. 16 years, you haven't been in the playoffs. Mike Brown, coach of the year. Stars win in the NBA. And I like me some Dematis Sabonis and some De'Aaron Fox. But when you guys have to face Steph, Clay, Braun, Davis, that <laughs> level of player, good luck to you. I, I think it's more likely the Kings get eliminated in the first round, let alone them winning two rounds and going to the conference finals. I, I got to check that one. Eric? All right, Bill Belichick, he's going. he wants to be the winningest coach in the NFL history, and I think it's about 18 wins, I want to say, away mm-hmm. uh, for, for Coach Bill. And we know that the Patriots haven't made the playoffs two out of the last three seasons. So respect it or check it, Aaron. Bill Belichick will coach for a different NFL team at some point in his career. I'm going to respect that. I think the relationship between him and Bob Kraft is on the rocks. They're fighting over Mac Jones. They're blaming each other over who really pushed Tom Brady out the door. And what happened in New England this past year was just bizarre. I mean, no other coach could get away with that and have us not ripping them constantly on ESPN Radio. Hiring a defensive coordinator to be your offensive head coach and then the quarterbacks going to Alabama to try to get some qualified coaching. The whole situation was just bizarre. And I think it'd be good for both sides. You know, it's been a long time since anybody else coached the New England Patriots. I could see Bill going somewhere else to get this record totally, especially if this season goes off the rails. Coley? I, I got to respect, too. I, I, I think that, uh, in a way, that move of, of, of using a, a, a defensive coordinator to be your OC, I mean, it, it, it almost feels like self-sabotage in a way. Um, so I, I'm going to respect it, too. I, I, I could see Bill saying, you know what? Um, we've had a nice run here. We've had all our championships here. Uh, let's see if I can do it somewhere else one more time. Because that's something that has been lingering over this franchise was the uh-huh. fact that you had Bill and you had Brady at the same time you caught light in a bottle. Who exactly was it? That's been the big question mark. So if I'm Bill, uh, yeah, maybe uh, show my legacy in a different way. Uh, try to win a championship somewhere else. I'll give you an interesting somewhere else. We know Belichick respects Paul Brown more than any other coach in history. Yes, he does. And we know that Belichick's career started in Cleveland where he got totally sabotaged by Art Modell moving the team. What better way to prove you're the greatest coach of all time than to try to take the Cleveland Browns to the place (laughs) they have never been? And you know he'd be welcomed with open, open, open arms by uh, by all your people there in Northeast Ohio. The the, the cutting Bernie Kosar in 1993, all is forgiven. All forgiven. Bill wants to come back... And coach the Cleveland Browns. Thank you to Eric for another great edition of Respect It or Check It. Up next, are the Mavs mailing it in? Or is there some different strategy at play here? What's going on in Dallas? Coley and I explain next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Well, the Mavs' playoff future is at stake tonight. And they're responding to that in a must-win game by sitting five guys. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, ESPN app. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Coley Harvey. Triple H, say ESPN, the number if you want to jump in with us. Coley, I think I've figured out what's going on here, but I was confused when I saw with the playoffs at stake and the play-in at stake, I guess I should say. Kyrie, Josh Green, Tim Hardaway Jr., Maxi Kleba, Christian Wood, all going to miss tonight's game with various quote-unquote injuries. <laughs> is is this odd to you what the Mavs are doing here? It's super odd to me. If you figured it out, by all means, tell us. Because I, I, I when I saw this earlier, I said, what? With with your season essentially on the line, right. you're not okay. going to play some of your best players. So of let your me best let players. me see if I could explain this, Coley, please, and, it, please and that do. it makes Fill sense. So the, the Mavericks did a trade a number of years ago for Kristaps Porzingis with the Knicks, and right. one of the things that was included in that deal was this year's first round pick, top ten protected. Right. So if the Mavericks make the play in but don't advance, they're very likely going to end up with the eleventh pick in the draft. Mm. And so that's the the worst case scenario for them because that pick then transitions over to New York and it's a relatively high lottery pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, the 11th pick isn't nothing. The Knicks might be able to use that to trade for a star or sure. to use it on a good player. Who knows? Sometimes the 11th pick in the draft really realistically could turn into a really valuable rotation guy. Absolutely. So rather than try to make the play in and then make a run to get into the playoffs, the Mavericks are trying to protect the draft capital to get the 10th pick or better by missing the playoffs now on purpose. So then I wondered, okay, well, then why not just sit Luka also and make this really right. obvious? I guess tonight is, quote, I love Slovenia night. Oh, wow. I feel Slovenia night at the, the Dallas arena. So I think Luka wanted to be there for that situation. And then that's why... He's playing, quote-unquote, but it it does feel like what the Mavs are doing now is trying to lose on purpose and get the draft pick and just have Kyrie and Luka and not even make the playoffs. I just feel like, you know, there is a level of transparency to this, I suppose, but if I'm a fan of the Mavs, if I'm a Dallas sports fan right now, I'm I'm really disappointed in my team. You know, I I want to see the team that they tried to build for now, bringing Kyrie Irving in, trying to win now. Granted, it has not panned out for this team to this point, but I still want to see them give that effort to try to not just get into this playoff playing game, but to go on a run in the playoffs. And by sending this message, yeah, okay, you're trying to maybe uh, get your roster squared away for the future and, and build for the future. Because at this point, that is possibly what they could be playing for, depending on how things shake out with their play-in uh, tournament scenario. But I, I just feel like it just sends the wrong message to the fans. And I, I maybe I'm one of those uh, uh, myopic, uh, uh, kind of optimistic uh, uh, fan sports 
sports fans where I just really want to see the fans taken care of and, and see yeah. your team try to win. Yep. But it just sends the wrong message to me. I mean, it's odd to see the Mavs playoff lives are on the line and they're <laughs> responding to that by losing on purpose. Welcome to the NBA yeah. in 2023. Players for naive, the future are not now. I, as just, naive as the commissioner mind. might want to be, but like this just isn't good for the no. for the soul. It's just against the spirit of what sports is supposed to right. be about. If your playing spot is on the line, you're supposed to go all out to try to get it and not be thinking about future draft picks and assets and Kyrie, is he going to re-sign or not? Anyway, Brian Winhurst, ESPN NBA reporter, was on KJ and Max, and he said the Mavs kind of painted themselves into a corner here. Take a listen. I don't know if the Mavericks can responsibly do it, but they may have painted themselves into a corner with Luca and Luca's comments earlier this week about how disappointed he was and how much it hurt to lose Jalen Brunson for nothing. If they lose Kyrie Irving for nothing, that's a nightmare scenario. Goodness knows what Luca might say or feel then. Mm. And so the Mavericks are out of position leverage wise on this because of how poorly they've they've performed since this trade. Really, this is about Luca's long-term future Absolutely. and whether he's going to stay in Dallas or he's going to try to be the next NBA star to force his way somewhere else, which is wild, Coley. They were in the Western Conference Finals just a year ago. Yeah. And what's what's kind of crazy is even just listening to Wendy right there, it's sort of a lose-lose situation for the Mavs, you know, mm-hmm. because you've got you, you got to take care of Luca, and if that involves focusing on the future in a way, then then by all means, you, you have to do that. But at the same time, where where's the uh, where's the exchange in that? You're shortchanging yourself for for now and for the possibility of something special happening because you're 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 trying to protect your guy and think about the future. I don't know. It's it is a tough spot for them. I mean, but now player. are you going to have to give Kyrie not just a max yeah. contract but also maximum number of years? years. Yeah. Like, given his lack of reliability and the fact that he really doesn't deserve a contract, like all he did, and I, I'm not blaming this all on him. I think the Mavs have a major coaching problem. I think Luka obviously is very unhappy, mm-hmm. but the the reality is the record is the record once they made the Kyrie trade. They totally went into the tank when he came around their team as as if his mere presence <laughs> caused them to fall apart. But you know what's wild is yeah, they're, they're with with Luka and Kyrie on the floor, they're 5 and 11 since the trade went down. But at the same time with just Kyrie on the floor, the 3 and 1. So it, you know, it is hard to say that that it is solely on Kyrie, but there is some uh level of uh, of change that certainly has gone on with that team in the last yeah. couple of months. Mostly it's been just attitude. They seem like the most miserable team in the league. One other thing I just I wanted to get into with you on Luca. He's got to stop kvetching at the refs. Yeah. The whole thing is yeah. so unbecoming. He's become the biggest crybaby. He's a great player. Become the biggest crybaby in sports. Yeah, and, and I think, unfortunately, that, that takes away from the greatness of the player that he actually yeah, is when he's doing it. Tot- it. it totally does, and I hope he understands that. Up next, we have an update on round two of the Masters in the rain at Augusta. Plus, the Suns are on fire. Can they carry it through the postseason? It's next. Canty and Carlin's on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI 
to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.